good morning again, Sydney. Sam Pang oh, yeah. will be in uh, before the day is out. We cannot wait. Uh, we're going to have a look at Tom Brady. Uh, tell you what he's up to. He's, <laughs> he's gone bonkers. Uh, I reckon he's got a little side hustle he wants to introduce to you. We're going to take some calls, take your tweets, a lot to get through. But we're going to start this hour uh, talking about short, angry people. <laughs> You know them, you know who they are, Uh, they're everywhere, Uh, but apparently it's a real thing. We've always thought that short people are a little bitter, a little angry, Mm. and more likely to be psychopaths. Well, there's a study now that proves that's right. It's uh, a study about the Napoleon complex. He was an angry little despot, wasn't he? Mm -hmm. Jeez Louise. Uh, New research published in the journal Personality and Individual Differences suggests that people who are relatively short and unhappy about it may engage in antagonistic behaviours in an attempt to offset their height advantage. Uh, The research shows shorter people and those who are unsatisfied with their height are more likely to exhibit signs of psychopathy, narcissism and Machiavellism. Wow! So... Well, let's put it to the test. We know a few short people. Yep. Um, and I think it rings true, don't you? There's certain mm, elements well, George, that... Uh, George Costanza. I, I don't think uh, Vladimir Putin's real tall either. He's, he's kind of... He, he fits the mantra. Mm. Um, Hitler? Hitler's only five foot three or something, five foot four. Was he? Yeah, he's only a short guy. Little, little tacker. Little tacker. That makes sense. <laughs> Tom Cruise. Oh, oh yes. yes. He's a nut. Mm. Most definitely. He's a psychopathic nut. Grant Denyer. <laughs> he's trouble. Grant Denyer. Don't take your eye off him. You'll get in trouble. Here's one for you. Jockeys. Oh, oh yes. They are nasty, cheating, little psychopaths. <laughs> to a man. No exceptions. You know what they're like. Uh, George hey. Columbaris. Oh, the Georgie oh, Colombaris. George, mm-hmm. out of all the three judges, you knew where the angst was coming from. You knew where the trouble was brewing. Uh, Alan Joyce. Alan Joyce. Yeah, mm. Qantas man. Qantas. What about this guy? This guy is probably the shortest of the lot, and he's a really angry little guy, but he kind of sets the tone for those. And and, and if, you've got, if, you know, if you've got one of these guys in your little group, everyone's got one. Everyone's got a kind of a... Like a stanza or a, yeah. or, a, or a Lord Farquaad in their group. <laughs> Lord Farquaad? I am Lord Farquaad. Lord Farquaad, what's he like? Well, let me put it this way, Princess. <laughs> Men of Farquaad's stature are in short supply. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love it. What about Dave Warner? Oh, Davey. Yeah, Davey's Davey small. Warner, he's, he's small. He can go off. He goes off like a cracker. He's got a... A short fuse for that boy. Why don't we open this up to our callers? One triple three five three. Name someone who is short and you reckon uh, has mental issues. <laughs> short and angry. It could be someone you know. It could be someone in your life. Uh, if Tasha was here, I'm sure she'd say Steve Price. Yeah, oh, yes. she, she did off air uh, before. Mm. Yeah. Did she say that off air? Yeah, she, she did. Said it she off says a lot off air, mm. but she doesn't want to say it. She doesn't commit on air. She goes, I don't want to say that. No. Come um, on, back up the study. Who do you know? Who's a short ass who gets angry? Plenty more to come on Mick and MG in the morning on Triple M Sydney, like Prince Harry. He is going to be discussing his personal struggles with a trauma expert, which, if you're a massive fan of the Royals, you could plug in for a small fee. Also, Tom Brady 
He's been offered millions to be a footy commentator. He could be throwing that in the can for a different career. And we will be joined by our very funny mate, Sam Pang, who gives us even more of an in-depth look at mixed life. Who are more likely, yes, there it is. That's the whole point. Uh, more likely to be psychopaths, new study shows. We didn't need a study. No. Just look at the short asses we're surrounded by. And the evidence is there. I, I said to Tash, I said, Steve Price. Yep. He's, is he there? He's, uh, did, did you say he called him? No, he called her directly. Huh? On her, on her <laughs> get, her, get her in. Yes. Come on. Come on. Pricey, he's, he's dirty on you. Is Pricey called in? Because, yeah, because you just said that uh, he was short and then you couldn't believe how short he was I in real did, life. I did not say <laughs> you, you You'll say, be in so much trouble. You say a lot of things off air that you're not prepared to say on air. Well, Why on. is that? You're a journo. You're tall and you're really angry. No, I'm not angry. Yes, Only when are. you say that my dog doesn't love me anymore. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so we're talking about this research that's found shorter people and those who are unsatisfied with their height yep. are more likely to exhibit signs of psychopathy. Narcissism and Machiavellianism, <laughs> and, and usually they're ones, usually they're ones, Mickey, who were on the uh, in the waiting room for a doctor surgery or on the aeroplanes, looking at leaflets and or booklets how to make yourself taller. The, sure, with the four, they're the, the four inches. Yeah, George Costanza. Oh. Did we do George? Oh yeah, he was George short. Is upset. <laughs> <laughs> he always had a he always had a bad head. Kevin Hart. Oh, that's another good one. He's short. Oh, people are stupid. <laughs> nothing that comes with it. There he is. Nothing. Falling off. There's nothing that comes no. with it. Best thing about being small, good clothes. Good clothes. <laughs> All right. Uh, Peter's on the line. Peter, who have we missed? Danny DeVito. Oh, oh, yes, oh Danny is. DeVito is a short ass, yeah. uh, yeah. and he was yeah, he could go right off, couldn't he? We got any Danny <laughs> DeVito yeah, there? Jerry. Listen, you little wiseacre. I'm smart, you're dumb. I'm big, you're little. I'm right, you're wrong. And there's nothing you can do about it. <laughs> it was that Madeline? Was it? Yeah. I would play, I played against a player who was um, uh, short in stature, but an angry man on the field. And one of the toughest players I've ever played against was Jeff Toovey. Toovey was only Jeff a little, he was only a little short yeah. bugger, but Jesse was tough and, and, and angry all the time. What about Alfie Langer? Alfie, yeah. <laughs> Alfie, Alfie's very short, but not so much angry. He was more, really? more, more of a practical joker on the field, yeah. All right, let's keep going. Ed's on the line. So let's go to Ed. Ed, who are you liking to nominate? Uh, the leader of the opposition is otherwise known as my wife. Um, <laughs> <laughs> right, uh, and she's yeah. a little uh, pocket rocket and goes off, does she? Well, uh, mate, let me tell you, once something triggers her, clear the prop because anything could happen. <laughs> She's tiny in stature, but packs a punch. I love that. Kylie Minogue. Kylie Minogue. Kylie Minogue, yes. She's not angry. Oh, yes, she is. Yeah, you haven't seen her. Not out Wait till she turns on you. Like emotion style. That's the way. Russell's on the line. Russell, who's the short ass who gets angry? Wow. I've got something on Johnny Howard getting angry. We've been told by a reliable source. Oh, yeah, which one? That uh, I'm not going to name no, on this program. No, of course not, no. Oh, Johnny. Johnny Howard. He was There he goes. Or, alternatively, Mr. Sheen. Oh. Mr. Sheen was tiny, had a bald <laughs> little head. Oh, Mr. Sheen. He was in it too. Waxing. Scotty's on the line. Scotty, who's the short ass? Uh, good morning, legends. Um, 
Yosemite Sam. Oh, Yosemite Sam. Yosemite Sam. It's Yosemite Sam. Yosemite Sam. Yeah, Yosemite Sam. The roughest, toughest, he-man, stuffest hombre has ever crossed the Rio Grande. And I ain't no man be pandy. How good. Uh, I love that. That is uh, very good. Uh, Who's next? Doug? Look, the most obvious one, Sam Pang. Oh, Sam yeah. Pang. Oh, he's lovely. Yes. He's lovely. Mickey, you tell us, no. what, what's he like away from the, the mic, mate? You know him he, more than anyone. He's been upset for a long time. <laughs> all, those, all those amusement park rides he can't go on. Uh, often I'll pat him on the head oh. to say, well done. Can't go to sporting events or concerts and see anything at all. Uh, he is a sad little man. Uh, we'll and he'll be joining us on the show yeah. later. <laughs> now, Noel, uh, do they come any angrier or shorter than your guy? Angry Anderson. Oh. Angry Anderson. <laughs> he even calls himself angry. One, He's got to be number he one. He is r- right up there, although Craig might have uh, one to throw under the pot here. Craig, who are you nominating? My Joe Pesky. He's angry Joe with everyone. Pesci. Joe Pesci, unbelievable. That is a good call. We love them both. Head them to the list, guys. (laughs) You know, uh, living in a city, there's a responsibility to behave in a certain way that's not damaging to other people. And by that, I mean uh, making sure your dog shit doesn't land on their head (laughs) when you throw it out your balcony window. Wow. Disgusting. Uh, That's disgusting. We're, we're going to Brisbane for this one. Uh, locals have cracked the shits yeah, uh, as they allege that a pet owner in a Newstead apartment complex is flinging uh, dog poo off their balcony and onto the street below. So <laughs> much so that one of the residents got hit on the head with it. What? No. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Took, and he took to social media on Monday to denounce the filthy act. Saying he'd been struck by poo thrown from the apartment complex. Mm. That is bang out of order. Uh, I will say this, though. I mean, he's kind of lucky they don't own a horse. Well. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That, that would escalate things just slightly, wouldn't it? What the hell? <laughs> You'd see that coming. It cast a shadow as it came down the side of the oh. building. Now, who does this? So you you can have your dog in an apartment. What effort is it for you to collect that, put it in a bag, and put it in your bin? It's it's disgusting. I'm just going to throw it straight off the side of the balcony onto the street below. It's like like ancient London times or something (laughs) when everyone just tipped everything onto the streets. Uh, Anyone ever been hit on the head with dog shit? No, Never. no, no, not no. But if I if, if this was me in the office complex or in this complex as well, I'd do a I think I'd do a Liam Neeson and, and and follow his footsteps when it comes to this. I'd... What I do have are a very particular set of skills. I will look for you. <laughs> I will find you, <laughs> and I will kill you. <laughs> oh. I will. <laughs> or shit on your head. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever <laughs> is first. Oh. We're going nutty in the cities. We've heard about the poo joggers are out and about. They're just, you know, snapping one off on the sidewalk. <laughs> now you just th- hurling the stuff out the side of your window. Um, had, was it in a bag, do you know? Did no, she at least bag, no bag it up and thrown the bag off? No. It was, oh, it was, it was individual pellets. It was just like a straight off, like it'd come off a shovel. Oh. Just in, in come down like raindrops, but... 
chunky, oh. chunky raindrops. Oh, they probably shuck, shook out, you know, those fake grass patches. Oh. Probably just tipped it over the yeah, balcony. Yeah, they were disgusting. Oh. Imagine me hitting by it. Dog owners need to take responsibility for their pet. Yes. This is my pet hate. I've told you this before, but people putting dog shit in my bin. Yep. They walk their dogs, they pick it up, they walk past my bin and just lift the lid and put it in. Hey, guys, put it in your own bin. <laughs> it's your friggin' dog. <laughs> it's my bin. And because I have a warehouse, that bin stays inside my house. Yuck. So if you put dog shit into that bin, it's going indoors. It's your dog, right? You've gone to the effort to pick it up, and now I'll just pass it off to somebody else. Bullshit, people. <laughs> it's... Rugby League is back. I'm loving the crystal ball for the last couple of days. MG's been making predictions all over the joint. Uh, he's made some doozies. Uh, one more sleep and we're into it. Oh, yeah. We've, what have we got so far, MG? You've done your top eight. Yes, I have, Mickey. Uh, which was Penrith, Sharks, Storm, Roosters, Cowboys, Rabbitohs, Eels, and Manly. Yep. <laughs> no room for the West Tigers in there. No, you know what? Why? Was... what why are you judging them so harshly? Um... Look, last year they got the wooden spoon, and this year with under the new regime of Benji Marshall and Tim Sheens, I think they're going to be a lot better because their forward pack, um, they've they've acquired Dave Clemmer, Papa Leahy, Abby Coruscant, and John Bateman. Um, look, they're going to match it with every forward pack in the competition. It's how they're going to score points that, that worries me a bit. Oh, I think it's going to be a year of building for them, and I think uh, come 2024 they could be a force to be reckoned with. And what about the Bulldogs who've pinched half the Penrith? Line up, I would have thought they would be in a good position to crack the eight. Well, they're, they're another team. They're very similar, Mickey. They're very similar, the Tigers and the Doggies, because a lot of eyes will be on them because of their off-season uh, recruitment. Um, the, the Dogs obviously have been overt with theirs. and But unfortunately, yesterday, one of the linchpins um, of the, the, the Bulldogs forward pack, Englishman uh, Luke Thompson, um, has been ruled out for the season with a, uh, a Liz Frank injury on his foot, which is a shocking blow for them. Um, they could, it's, it's one of them things they've, they've got their forward pack really settled. And this happened yesterday, the training one. This could derail them, even though I think they won't make the eight this year, the Bulldogs. They're still going to be one of them teams that's uh, going to have a lot of eyes on them. It's going to cost them. All right, we've got the eight. Let's go to the pointy end. MG, your grand finalists are. Penrith will will play Cronulla. Mm. They're both teams. Come in, both teams that come in the competition in 1967, and I think, I think, I think the Cowboys. Are, I think the sorry, the Cowboys and the Roosters are going to be there as well, with, along with the Storm. But I think the Sharks are the fittest team in the comp, and that means everything in a, in a game of rugby league. The fitness always survive. Are you going to tell us who wins? Or? Penrith. Back, back Penrith, to back, back to back. Penrith to back. go back to back despite being gutted by other teams. Yep. Uh, can I ask you this? Are there any other teams? Oh, oh you just said you said you said Eastern Suburbs. Yeah, yeah. Roosters definitely. Um, I think if if Latrell can play twenty games or more, Latrell Mitchell can play twenty games or more for the Rabbitohs, they can win the comp. Um, likewise, Manly with Tom Trebojevic. If he can play 20 games or more, they're a real threat. And I think outside of that, the, uh, the Cowboys, the Melbourne Storm were always a threat. And, and, and the, the Eels are the unknown. We'll see tomorrow night when they take on Melbourne Storm exactly where they're at. Yeah. All right. I've got to ask you before we wind this up, the Dahlia Medal Player of the Year prediction is? Nathan Cleary. Oh, look, in 2020, 
we all thought he was going to win it. Jack Whiten won it. In 2021, Tommy Trebojevic deserved it. Last year, Nico Hines deserved it. I think Nathan Cleary's been in the top three players for the last four or five years, and I think that he will steer his team without um, without some big players in Coruscant and Kikau. I think Cleary will steer his team to victory in not only the grand final, but also for his, his very, very first Dalian medal. Well, I'm going to keep this piece of paper I'm holding <laughs> in a drawer and we're going to fish it out at the end of the season and see exactly what went on. Good on you, MG. Gaia, he's over his head. What a try! Big Mark Gaia towering over him. MG Sport Report. Yeah, often we get some sport reports that come across our desk and you go, what the? Well, this latest one is in that category because the GOAT of the NFL, Tom Brady, who just recently cel- uh, retired, um, well, he's got a, a lucrative job offer from Fox Sports, but he wants to delay that job offer to pursue a career in stand-up comedy. <laughs> <laughs> Mickey, this is something right up your aisle, I suppose. Um, we've got a couple of grabs here from, from Tom Brady trying to t- give a couple of jokes away. Give You give us your critique on whether you think well, you'd make it or not. Well, he's got as much chance of becoming a good stand-up comic as Jim Carrey has of becoming quarterback for the Patriots. <laughs> it's as ludicrous as that. Now, as you pointed out, uh, Brady reportedly signed a 10-year contract with Fox yeah. that's worth $375 million. Wow. Just go and do that, you dick. I know. Don't you understand that? Stay in your own lane. Come on, man. Stay in your lane is a phrase we hear a lot, but if Tom Brady wants to do stand-up comedy, I would like to see it. I would too. Well, he could get a gig on our tour, probably replace Sam Payne. He's just just walked in the studio. You you can hear him in the background. (laughs) Let's, let's, let's listen to his, Tommy. Let's see what he's got his, to say. Hey, hey, hey. His first, his first joke should be, take my hot Brazilian supermodel wife, please. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Is he up to it? Let's have a listen to the, tar- the comic stylings, the ones we already have on record from Tom Brady, and you be the judge. Here we go. Why couldn't the pony oh. sing? Oh, oh. Because he was a little horse. <laughs> he got it. <laughs> he got it. This one's one of my favorites. Wow. You want to hear a joke about a piece of paper? Yes, I do. Never mind. It's terrible. <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> what a joke that wow. was. Wow. <laughs> He's on my list of guys yeah. I want to be. He's on my list of guys I want to be. You know, there's guys like they're like Leonardo DiCaprio yes. or uh, Tiger Woods, Brad Pitt, Tom Brady, and you go, oh, you a guy? You know, you're a good-looking rooster. You're best in the biz. Your wife's hot, and you've just got it ruined. Throw it all away. And I am scratching him off the list as we speak. And we've been joined live in the studio by one of the angriest, tiniest men <laughs> I've ever worked with, the great Sam Payne. Yeah. How are you, Sam? Thanks for coming. Oh, my God. Hello, Mickey. MJ. Tiny. What about tiniest? Tiniest well, is you, really... You, you're a small, angry, psychotic man. We, we did working... this thing earlier today where they're saying uh, smaller men are psychopaths. And we went through a raft of names. Grant Denyer came up. Uh, oh, George Columbaris, Alan Joyce, <laughs> Tom Cruise, Dave Warner. And Na- then... Napoleon, your favourite? Uh, Napoleon, <laughs> Napoleon. The best. And Lord Farquhar as well. Yeah. 
He had a big, big hat. Uh, and then one caller rang in with this. Look, the most obvious one, Sam Pang. Oh, Sam yeah. Pang. He's lovely. Yes. Mickey, you tell us what, what's you like away from the, the mic, mate? You know him he, more than anyone. He's been upset for a long time. All those, <laughs> all those amusement park rides you can't go on. Uh, Often I'll pat him on the head oh. to say, well done. Can't go to sporting events or concerts and see anything at all. Uh, he is a sad little man. <laughs> Are we joining us on the show yeah. later? <laughs> see, I flipped it around. Oh, yeah, I know. I've, see, I, I saved it. I see, you're a master of the craft. The way you brought that back, it's amazing. Yes. Well, can I just... MG, defend me. Defend. I'm not that sure. No, you're, you're 5'10", easy, 5'11". The other, the, thank you. The other thing is, the people, because of uh, front bar and have you been paying attention, yes. many people have never seen my legs, Mickey. You oh, know what I mean? So that, <laughs> they see them and they go, wow, he's, he's not as short. Is it? The other thing is, too, beautiful, kind words from uh, Mickey uh, when I'm not in the studio. Do you know, by the way, on this tour we're doing, Mick's idea was to uh, bring me out on the stage uh, by, uh, by cannon. He wanted to launch me out and he wanted to launch me out in the cat. I wanted to really. hurl you in, into some. Is that why? Is that why your hat says zing? What's this, what's a zing mean on your hat? That's a good question. That is a very good question. This hat was. Can a, I answer this? Yes, it was made for me, but it's a it's a very special special word. Because when he uh, <laughs> burst onto the scene in radio at Nova, there was a headline. Uh, there's a picture of Sam, and the headline was "The King of Zing." <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Yeah, I turned it into a T-shirt, of course, which yeah. I used oh, that's to wear right. publicly. Oh, that's awesome! A picture of Sam and the yeah. King of Zing, and that's how he introduces me on the stage, MJ, <laughs> the King of Zing, and just which is such a, it's a, such a, it's too, it's too much pressure. Hey. Know, oh, it's time for this. It's time for this, cat. Let's let's ask. Getting to know. We 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 we're getting to know Mickey. No, still not about, about you. you. What is it you need to know? Well, you know there's, all the basics. There's lots because Sam is one of your confidants. When you, oh, we just found out well, that the King of Zing. We didn't know that about Sam. So work, work we, colleague, nothing more. MG. That's all I'll say. What's about he? It. What's Mick like <laughs> as a father? What's he like as a father, Sammy? Uh, be honest. Uh, be honest. Yep. Uh, this is risky. Joseph Fritzel was a better father than me. That's all I say. <laughs> Oh, too, too soon? Oh, too soon? Wow. I was thinking more Mike Brady or someone, yeah? Like, come on. No, no, mate. I just, yeah, uh, that un- might have been. Take that back. <laughs> uh, by the way. No, I'm, you, you told me never apologise. Can, can we hurry this interview up? My, my boys are in a car out the front. So we, <laughs> I have Mick, to go and get them. What's Mick like as a golfer? Be honest. <laughs> I reckon he could be the, you know, people have this idea that he would be wonderful company. Do you mean, oh, Mickey, what a, what a larrikin, what a knockabout. He, he is just shocking company. The last two times I played with him, MG, the first time, so, you know, you start out aiming to play 18 holes. Yep. The first round he, he uh, walked off after eight because he wasn't playing well and it was too hot. And the second time he played, he, the second time he made nine and we walked past the clubhouse, we kept going and he went into the clubhouse because it was too cold. So I think fair weather is the best description, Michael. My best ever was uh, when we were on the driving range beforehand and I went, nah, not nah, today. Didn't even make it. <laughs> <laughs> right, I just finally, yeah. just, just finally our little, our yeah, little yeah. segment here um, is getting to know Mickey. Um, we just spoke about Tom Brady. He wants to pursue a career in stand-up comedy. Uh, yeah. What do you think Mick would be doing if he wasn't doing exactly what he's doing now? Oh. <laughs> well, firstly, can, can I just, 
I will say this. Uh, Mike, uh, what's his name? Uh, Tom Brady going into stand-up yeah. would be like you opening up a franchise of gyms. You know what I mean? A fitness, fitness and wellness centres or something like that. It'd be unbelievable. Well. G, G45. Gout 45. For you. That's what it'd be called. Um, what is he? What, what's the, what would you be doing? Well, this is, I actually asked him the other day. I'd be like a, a male model or something. Oh, yeah, for a hand sli- model, but not even for that. slippers. <laughs> okay, MG, you know what? You're really starting. Whenever I've got friends around, you belittle me in front of them. It's really, I'm really upset. It must be such do, a bad. Such know, a bad. I come in and like, and and people, your friends like MG more than they like you straight away. <laughs> he went on a pub crawl in Penrith the other day, and he didn't take me. Come on, mate. I Seriously, know. tell him. But I MG. Sam, Sam couldn't make it. Yeah, no. Like, sorry, mate. I'll get there next time. <laughs> Guess what he's done? What's he done? He's bought a winery. MG and you know, is now a vintner. And you know, yeah. you know what? It's that, it's that little common touch that's made you a champion <laughs> to Middle Australia. He's, he's bought a winery. He bought a winery. What? I bought Lily into, Pilly. Look, I bought into it. Yeah, I bought into what, it. What's the wines, Vicky? What are the wines, MJ? It's uh, what whatever, like? whatever, whatever you like. There's there's Cab Savs, there's Shiraz, there's Merlot. Oh, the big ones. Yeah. What was the one that got you across the line? The cask. What was the one? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Comes in a can. I was, I, I, I'm a Sav Blanc man. I'm a semi Sav Blanc man. I like my whites, but there's some great great reds as well. Good Merlots. Uh, yeah. Well, wow. we, just remind you're listening to Triple M, by the way. Just <laughs> remind everyone. We should go to the winery for a tasting. Yes. Oh, I'm there. Let's go I'm there. and have a run. He's like he's like the wolf blast of the West. Oh, I love Can't that. Can't you? Is that MG? MG. Oh, it's unbelievable. I just, if you're just joining us, I, I just heard before the wonderful um, track from you too that uh, MG is the bought a wine. Sounds like he won a winery in a card game. <laughs> Yeah, it doesn't make any sounds he, like he went to Leeton, did a gig. Yes. Uh, someone gave him a couple of wines. He went, I want in on this. Yes. Unbelievable. And off he goes. He crushes the grapes himself, he <laughs> stomps them in a bucket, yeah. and, and, and he puts them into the can himself. Is that what he's he, puts it, he puts them into awesome. the can himself, and we can't <laughs> wait to see it. You got part, we gave you some wine once, remember? Oh, I did, don't, uh, you want oh, me to tell this? Yeah, tell us. MG, I, I did a, I did a, uh, I did a gig with Mick and Adam Rosenbach, a very funny man, and Dave O'Neill for a fundraiser for Mick's one of Mick's kids' school. Yep. And it was a fundraiser, so you know, no, no envelope. Yep. Yeah, just oh. you know, oh, for the for the love of the, for the love for the kids come out for the kids, so we could create a beautiful school and uh, you know fix it up a bit. <laughs> so at the end, I'm ex- not expecting anything other than they bring out the they bring out a. a, a we just wanted to thank you for um, for your for your generosity and your and giving up your time. Here's a box of our wine. Uh, that we make here at the school. And, and I have this moment of realisation where I'm going, have I just done a fundraiser for a school that has a vineyard? <laughs> and Mick immediately starts to, he goes, oh, oh, mate, they don't have any reds, it's just white. I'm going, oh, yeah. Well, it's There's no old vines. There's no old vines. There's no, There's no, okay. <laughs> so God, I couldn't no believe vats. it. There's no vats. So anyway. We're yeah. doing we're doing one uh, we're doing another one next uh, I think next 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 uh, year <laughs> yeah, where it's for the new space station that the school's doing so that's that's great. Hey, uh, we're very excited tonight, guys. As you know, front bar Channel Seven nine o'clock uh, is going to be an absolute cracker because Listen, Cam Smith. It's on after maths. All right. Right after math. As soon as math finished, switch over. Yeah, switch, switch over. over. I'm telling as you, as soon as telling... it's done, go over. You don't go up against that thing. Uh, but Cam Smith, Cam Smith, like one of the great 
modern stories oh, in yeah. sport. What a great golfer, great bloke, great mullet. And uh, now, you know, one of the most expensive sports stars in the world is going to be on the program, and we've got a ton of questions uh, to ask him. He'll be a ripper. Doesn't do many. No, he doesn't. So uh, we look forward to are you gonna, that. Are you going to ask him? Are you going to tell him about the, the, the time you out, you outdrove John Daly? I will tell him about the time I outdrove John Daly. Yes, All right, sure. Then. It was a par three. <laughs> I, I'd, I'd put it out the back. But yes, yes, I will tell him that story if you don't mind. I'd love to caddy for it. Oh, jeez, oh, yes. <laughs> that'd be unbelievable. Yes, Can a well, That consists of his lighting his bundas for him. Yeah, another one. Another. <laughs> I think no, it's just no, one. No, I think it's just one at the first, and then that's it. That's I think it. there's only one match required. I just think it's from cigarette <laughs> to cigarette after that. Hey, yeah, uh, and also for tennis fans, yeah, Patrick Rafter's on the show. Wow, Pat Rafter's Pat on the show. Rafter. how's that? That's big. Two-time major winner, two U.S. Opens, uh, world's and... best bloke, world's best bloke, really. And yep. like me, MG, and this will be a fun discussion. Both underpant models, me and yeah. Pat. <laughs> <laughs> me and Pat Rafter. And we'll do, we'll let everyone know how tough it is. It seems like it's all fun and games, but it's I, a tough gig. I think you should run it up, out there. I think while the show is on, you 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 make it very overt that you're going to do this, and you have a poll running. And who's better in their undies, you or Pat Rafter? Maybe I'll do the show in my tidy whites. Oh yeah, come on, let's do it. Yeah, maybe well. maybe I'll leave them on the set, sunny side up. Sunny side up. Sunny side up. That's the name of your first comedy festival show. <laughs> <laughs> what is He'll wrong? be great. That'd be great. Pat Rafter back PM, in the baby. day um, was. Uh, you're right. All round good bloke. Great stories to tell, and uh, we look forward to that. Are you turning up? I'll be there for the first four segments. <laughs> Then he, then he reads a book through the multi. Five and six. Five and six. Very. I'm glad I don't get paid by the word for those last two seconds. <laughs> it's going to be massive. Get on board. Have a laugh. You yeah. know what to do. No, yeah, Sammy. Yep. Thanks, Sam. Thanks, Payne. MG. Thank you, Kat. Love Bye. you, buddy. These people have lost the plot. I. They think we are so interested in their hoo-ha nonsense, and it's not going to stop. It is not going to stop. Here's the latest. Prince Harry wants to unpack some trauma in a therapy session with author Gabor Mate, and he's inviting you to watch it <laughs> uh, for 50 bucks <laughs> uh, while he goes through a trauma session. <sighs> One of the most... Tell him he's dreaming. Uh, looked after, fated, uh, rich, aristocratic, castle-sitting... Men, and we have to sit around and listen to him bleat and bang on and whine and moan about his terrible, terrible life. Who wants to? Who's possibly? And that's a bit cheap too, isn't it? Yeah, it's like it's like, it's like an only fan site or something. <laughs> no, know? don't worry, that'll be next. Sign one. up here, and you'll be. <laughs> Can you imagine who, that? Why do you think we're interested? I think, I mean, you could do an only fans site. Well, that's coming. We, we, Don't you worry about it. Look, I think with these, I think with what's go, what's going on. I think what what lost me with with Harry in particular, um, and having two sons, and 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 having the youngest son kind of one day. Well, this is Harry one day looking at William and thinking his big brother was pathetic because he was going bald. I mean, how how superficial is that? And I and hey, Harry, guess what, brother? <laughs> Have you seen the top of your noggin lately? Yeah, yeah. Guess some. <laughs> Yeah, it was. It was just full of. Uh, it was full of hurt. It was full of hurt. And, and, it was, it was, it was, and stupidity. Yeah. And it, it, well, you'd be 
excited to learn he's adding another chapter. Oh, uh, what will that be? I, I, hope, I hope it's more Todger stuff. That goes well. My I penis am, was oscillating between extremely sensitive <laughs> and nice borderline traumatised. Uh, who's paying 50 bucks for that? Uh, in the other royal news, uh, this is a bit of a oh, bombshell. Yes. Uh, the King Charles is going to make sure Camilla gets the full Queen treatment. Uh, she was originally supposed to be referred to as the Queen Consort. Uh, this was uh, an edict from the Queen herself. She wrote, And when in the fullness of time my son Charles becomes King, I know you will give him and his wife Camilla the same support that you have given me. It is my sincerest wish that when the time comes, Camilla will be known as Queen Consort as she continues her own loyal service. Uh, no, well, she's going straight to Queen. That's 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 disappointing, and that's uh, and that's an understatement. I mean, you can't. I would never call her the Queen, Camilla. No way. I'd, I'd call Queen Latifah <laughs> before I called <laughs> called her. Good luck. Breaking news, <laughs> medical news, uh, rushing in to tell us all about it is newsbreaker uh, Natasha Belling. What's going on uh, down the surgery today? You know I used to be a medical reporter. Did you? Yes. Is that right? Oh, wow. When I was 21, I took the round of being a medical reporter. Mm. And what were the type of things you'd report on? Osteoporosis, uh, asthma breakthroughs, cancer breakthroughs. Yeah, because the first time I met you, in all seriousness, yes, was when I was an ambassador for meningococcal. Uh huh. And you came out and done an interview with me at um, uh, East, it was Minchinbury. Yes, Minchinbury. so it was about twenty years ago. So I yeah. would have been about six. You were about thirty-six. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what have you got for us today, then? Going to love this. I've got a bone to pick. A woman has been rushed to hospital. After getting a chicken bone stuck in her bottom, the unnamed patient from Kuwait accidentally swallowed the two-inch V-shaped bone after failing to chew it properly. Doctors said she had a hard time eating. This is sad because she'd lost her upper teeth. <sighs> yeah, but still. Yeah, well, she's paid a price. She's a, it's, 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 Apparently. So, so, so what's happened? They've had to kind of... Yes. Uh, Crowbar it out, out of the old poop chute. No, I don't think so. There was no choking or stomach pain after ingesting the bone. It wasn't until later when she tried to use the toilet oh. that she experienced yep. difficulties. The bone was about two it inches long. It became in her bot bot. Yeah, difficulties, yes. So two inches long, so that's a pretty big bone. Yeah. It wasn't a wishbone. I wish it was a wishbone. I wish this bone was out of my ass, <laughs> should say, as you snap that. The old wishbone. Yeah, hey? the old experimental mm. Doctors said it was the first known case of a chicken bone reaching the bottom without causing complications. So it's passed through her entire body without causing any tears or issues. I, th- I think the technical term for her bottom is the parson's nose. As they say. Who's Parson? That's what they say in chicken terms. Don't you know anything? Wow, you, you knew. There is, a, there is a story once in our family where I yes. said, uh, just be careful. Don't worry about getting the, you know, the legs off the chicken because there's lots. You know, there's five or six legs off the chicken. You are. I didn't realise there were only two legs. Well, tell us that story about when, that, when you were doing the crime reporting or, uh, sorry, Hang on. What was the, what was the reporting you used to do? The original one? Medical. Medical. What's that? Uh, Richard Gere story. What was that one? You were telling us off air. Anyway, incredible story. It was a wishing bone, I think, a wishbone. <laughs>
<laughs> yeah, she she should have got it out by doing the. I feel like, like chicken, chicken tonight, tonight. Like chicken tonight. <laughs> and just waddled over a bucket of Kentucky and just dropped it. She, she needed like an upside down Heimlich. <laughs> we haven't taken my money. Are we going to talk about superannuation today or no, just wishbones? No, no, no. Why? When a woman's got a wishbone stuck up her jacksie. They, they used a numbing gel, they said, to get it out. Which, yeah. Like numbing gel, what they mean is a Zinger burger. That, that would have removed. What about a moist towelette? Oh, jeez. How good were those little. Oh, at KFC, uh, get them complimentary. I love them. Yeah, they smell good. There's been an opinion piece uh, presented to me, written by a woman who <laughs> starts. <laughs> what? What are you laughing at? Was well, she sending you a direct email, or she's, no? She... It's not. It's not directed to me, oh, but it could be. Okay. Uh, she's written an article that says my husband used to be hot. If I met him now, not sure I'd still oh, fancy him. Oh, that's brutal. Ouch. Her, listen, her and her partner met 22 years ago. Fell in love. They were young, beautiful people. You know, I used to go to places like Ibiza, and uh, she looks at the photos and goes, if we were just a beautiful couple. 18 years of marriage later, we're in a grey area. We're still trucking, but we have three kids, a mortgage, and a hell of a lot of baggage between us. We don't look the same. We don't act the same. We don't spoon each other for hours. I, I still, not spoon, I ladle. You fork. No, ladle. What? Just a, ladle. a bit bigger. <laughs> like a soup ladle for a bigger bot-bot. Uh, and so she's just saying they're kind of settled. They don't care as much. They've let themselves go. This is our question for you, and we want to take your calls. Have you let yourself go, or has your partner let themselves go? Come on, ring us up and dump all over them. Uh, can you guys think of any specific examples where maybe you could have just, you oh. know, cared more mm. well look it's i've been with my wife since i was 18 so we've been together 30 odd years we've been married 30 years five kids uh, this sounds like to me just like a, an average married couple They're like i mean if some everything seems to drop south once you're 50 <laughs> <laughs> everything seems to just go south like it, if you can use your imagination um yeah so sure. i but yeah, look i I suppose I could have been more vigilant with my bald head. If I, you know, most blokes these days, when they start to go bald, they get the, the hair piece or the. I look, nah, I don't want to throw it on my head. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to see that, though. Kat, what about you? I was in a long distance relationship and we met on a surf trip where we were tanned, oh, fit, yeah. summer. Yeah. Six months later, we meet in LA. And I've added a few kilos of breakfast radio weight. <laughs> so has he, to be fair. And we roll up two very different people. Let's just say the relationship didn't last okay. the plane ride home. So you went to the clumps. Oh, look who's in the studio. Look who's in the studio, more about looks, though? Well, this, according to this lady, it is. What about you and Glenn? Have you got anything? No, I just think 30 years you guys have been together. Yep. That's three life sentences <laughs> for oh. murder. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> What's, what have I done to you? Have I done something wrong to you? No. What are you into me so much the last couple of days for? Because I love you. <laughs> yeah, you said yesterday my dog doesn't love me anymore. <laughs> now you're saying that I'm three life sentences because I've been married. I reckon when someone's starting to work out or get fit or changing their look and they're in a marriage is when they're mm. cheating. Oh. Mm. Yep. That's why I don't do any of that. <laughs> I, I'll, let me fill you in. 
I sit I sit on the toilet with the with the toilet door open. Yes. Oh no. So do I, brother. I, so I, I, I wee in the shower. So, so mm. do I. See, this is this is I, I leave my derp sunny side up on the bathroom floor. Oh. I can't remember the last time I saw my toes. Mate, uh, do you turn your underpants inside out instead of changing them? Naturally. Well, if they then. pass the sniff test. <laughs> Do you know what I do? This is the latest. I uh, when I'm putting my shoes on, I put my pants on first, but I don't do them up. Then I lean down, tie the shoes up. Then I stand up and buckle myself in. You've been married, Nick. When I've got a double chin, I just grow a beard. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, I'm done. I use the yeah. same towel for a week. Well, who cares? Yeah. Uh, the same towel. Hey, even doing the old push me pull you through the back through the back door. <laughs> And we're asking if you or your partner have just let themselves go, given up, waved the white flag, had just <laughs> dialed it down a notch. Not as sexy, don't want to impress as much, and are just working on that couch groove. Yep. You know what I mean? Fighting over the remote, not getting into it. I've got a friend who uh, got away with it. His girlfriend woke up in the morning. <laughs> She could smell something, <laughs> and on the bedside table, he'd come in drunk, and there was half a kebab. Oh, <laughs> a half a kebab <laughs> in the bedroom. Now that's when you don't care. Nah, when you yeah. go, I'm going to bed. She won't <laughs> mind. I'm going to woof half a kebab <laughs> with some blaki sauce, and oh, I'll just pop oh, the rest. It was like on it was the, on the, on, <laughs> When I see a friend of mine. <laughs> Anytime Nick says I'm going to show a friend, insert his name, and we know it's it's an autobiography. I got a mate who gets up in the morning, <laughs> and he has his first cigarette while he's in the shower. Oh no! About does, does your mate have an astro, Does your mate have an ashtray in the bathroom? <laughs> no, he just flicks it down the down the well. Does a bit of waffle stomping. Oh. oh, oh. Oh, no. It's your one-stop shop. Oh, it's not. It shouldn't be. All right, Craig's on the line. Craig, have you let yourself go, mate? Yeah, I certainly have, Nick. But can I just ask before I go ahead, is the lady that wrote that article named Simone? Because it sounds like my wife. <laughs> yes. <laughs> We've been I think... married for 22 years. We've got three kids. We've got a mortgage, and we both let ourselves go. So I don't have a All chat right. to her this afternoon. But, when but we do you still make yourself we... attractive to each other? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But uh, once upon a time, I did have a six-pack, but it's turned into a keg these days. So. <laughs> yeah. There it You're is. You're not alone, that's, brother. You are not that's alone. That's life for you. Thanks for the call. Melinda, uh, what about you? Has your husband let himself go? Yeah, as love. He's left his manscape, and it's not a landscape anymore, love. <laughs> <laughs> so he used to manscape, and now he doesn't even care. Is that no, right? No, no. It's like... It's it's not even a natural colour anymore. It's not green. It's like white. Dried up. All right. All right. <laughs> green. Is he, can I ask a personal question? Is, is, he he trimming, is he trimming himself in the downstairs department? Well, no. Let's just say it's become a bit too lush for its own good. Really? Yes. <laughs> Tell him to do what I do. Get is, the is, is shave one side and comb over. Oh, no. Oh, it's, a, it's a great look. It's a really good look. It's a real good look. Good look. What called, if we did it? It's called the smother, isn't it? <laughs> Whatever gets you through. Thanks, Melinda. Uh, Matt's on the line. Matt. Matty. Uh, have you let yourself go? 
mate, that's an understatement. I've gone from being a 70-kilo footy player to a 130-kilo couch potato. Uh, welcome to my world. <laughs> yeah, and pull, you know, up a, Matt, pull up sound, a pew on my couch. You sound happy, brother. That's the main thing. Mate, I'm happy with my girl. We're 19 years in, and she still looks at me with the same love. Don't right. know how, but Aww. she does. Good on you, mate, because you've got, you got a beautiful heart, mate. That's why. Uh, no, I think she, she, she's looking at you thinking he <laughs> could... He could have a heart attack and yeah. die. I'll be able to get over this very quickly. Yeah, I'll, just... start, I'll start again. When she keeps feeding you. Just sign chips. in, darling. Keep eating. Uh... Don't eat them anymore. <laughs> All right, Matt. Uh, I'm sure her second husband will enjoy it. <laughs> uh, Jeff's on the line. Jeff, uh, let yourself go, mate. Um, actually, I've, I've negative, negatively geared it. I've actually given up alcohol for the month of uh, February just gone. So I've actually lost weight and looking pretty good and oh, feeling good. Wow. How much did you happy with yourself? Yeah, I, I am. I've sort of double-taken the mirror and sort of, you know, oh, yeah. But um, I'm actually, I'm sort of, I don't know if I want to go back because, yeah, everything's sort of, everything's good. Weird. You'll, be, you'll be back on the beers in two weeks. Well, the test I'm going, is. I'm thinking today, maybe. The test but, is, um, Jeffrey. The, t- the test is when you put a bit of weight on, if you're losing weight, that you start to see your old fellow again when you go to the toilet. That's it. Yes. I didn't know I had one. <laughs> now you do. Now you like it. Now, you, now you're going to stay like that, brother. <laughs> All right, Kerry. Uh, have you let yourself go, Kerry? Hi, guys. Hi, uh, So I've let myself go. I've had three weight loss surgeries and I'm still fat. <laughs> I would sue my surgeon. <laughs> how, how does what that work? What can I say? I love my food. Bloody oath you do. <laughs> well, you sound happy and that's the main thing. Yes? Yeah. Have you got a partner? I'm still waiting to see MG again at the chemist, but anyway. Oh, 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 that's, that's, that's conversation not for on air, wow. darling. <laughs> Learned a bit too much today. Yeah, I think we have. <laughs> we are done and dusted for another day. Thanks to Sam Payne. Yeah. You tiny, angry man. Yeah, I, I love him. I love Unloaded him. on everyone. Uh, he'll be on the telly tonight. Front bar, Channel 7, about 9 o'clock. Uh, it's going to be a cracking show. What are you doing today, big fella? Well, what are you up to? Uh, today I am, um, what's today, Thursday? Wednesday. Oh, Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah. I, I keep thinking it's Thursday. Well, getting ready for the the blockbuster tomorrow, really. I, I'm one more sleep until the uh, Parramatta Eels take on the Melbourne Storm in a much-anticipated rugby league season like no other, Mickey. And tomorrow we're going to represent that with uh, Brad Fittler's going to be on the show, and I believe Glennie Robbins will join us as well. I cannot wait. And you, did I hear you correctly? How many tipping competitions are you involved in right now? 18. (laughs) (laughs) Mate. I can't say no. You can't say no. Wow. And you're going to put the same tips in to every week? Well, last year I did not do that. I tried to be clever, and I tried to, you know, cover my bum with different tips. But this year I'm going to just stick to the same yeah, Eight tips it. and not 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 vary uh, from it, not not sway away. All right, and you and me will go head to head in that tipping oh, comp too. You'll beat ha- you'll imagine be. the shame if I beat you in that <laughs> tipping comp. Imagine it. I MG. can't. I cannot. It would never come up, would it? Never come up in conversation. No. Ever. All right, uh, we will see you again tomorrow, same place, same time. Thanks for listening, people. Have a great show tonight. Nick Malloy, MG in the morning. 